Three, two, one, ghost. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Three, Two, One, Ghost. I'm your host with the silent G, as always, Kyle. And as always, joined by Natalie. Hey, Natalie, how are you? So good. What's up? Celebrating Valentine's Day. I, uh, oh, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Yeah, I think so. Like, not maybe to the extent I did when I was younger with girlfriends I've had or when I was dating my wife, you know, before we got married, like maybe it was a little more intentional. Now it's like, it's, it's a smaller affair, but you know, and then, uh, I don't know, like, how about you? How, how do you, how are you celebrating Valentine's day or do you? No, we don't really like, we say happy Valentine's day, but we don't really acknowledge it. Like, you know, it's just kind of, um, kind of another day. Like you want a dinner reservation? Fuck you. You're not getting a reservation. Everybody's out to dinner. Like, you know, I eat chocolate all the time. I buy myself flowers all the time. My husband's not particularly good at being romantic. So like his version of a Valentine's Day gift, he's just like, hey, I finally hung up those lights that you asked me to hang six months ago. Happy Valentine's Day. And I'm like, all right, I'll take it. So yeah, we don't really like, yeah, it's not really a, a big thing for us. We're more of an anniversary and birthdays kind of uh kind of crew you know yeah I think now certainly you know I've been married for five years now even married you know to your husband for longer and yeah definitely those are the ones that that you kind of really celebrate but mm-hmm. I mean I don't know I've been in a number of relationships and um I just feel like I've always just gotten flowers and it was something that was just kind of I don't know, like some expectation that was just programmed into me very early mm-hmm. on. And then just now I like feel like, you know, it's like I'm worried that like, I don't know, like what's going to happen if I like don't like the first year I don't. Is she going to notice? Is she going <laughs> to, you know, but I guess I could just like ask her. You know? Like how much, how much do you care about Valentine's Day? You have to do it though in a timely manner. Like you can't do it the day before because then it's like, oh shit, I forgot it was Valentine's Day. And now I'm like, Trying to see how much you really care about it. I think I just remember being so fucking thrown off the first year that my wife and I were dating. And it was, and we've been dating for, you know, like number, like definitely a number of months. Cause it was like, like end of July. And then, so like what the following February. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember I showed up, you know, to send my flowers or dinner reservation, you know, like a cute little gift or whatever. Cute. And cute. She turns around, she's like, I have something for you. And this like beautiful wrapped gift. I think it was like she'd like knitted me like uh uh like a blanket with my favorite baseball team logo on it. That's you know? adorable. Go Padres. But um, I love that. And I just remember being so like uh genuinely taken aback because I don't remember ever being gifted anything for valentine's day sorry if i don't remember mm. maybe it's just been a long time ago I no we're gonna send but... that one to the research team for sure yeah so <laughs> i just but i just remember just being so startled by it because i think i had just also kind of leaned so hard into that kind of old kind of gender you know normative kind of kind of version of valentine's day that it kind of shocked me out of it a little bit it was just That's very sweet it was so sweet it was so kind You know, I've always thought it was like, it's a two-way street. Like everybody gets gifts. Um, I've also always gifted like friends on Valentine's Day. Like I still do that. Like I'll, you know, I'll gift like 
mostly like any like female friends, um, I'll give them something. But I mean, that's not to say that like we never celebrated Valentine's Day or that I'm a Valentine's Day hater. I love seeing everyone like all dressed up, going out on dates, carrying flowers. Like if people get sent things, that's always really fun. Like at work, if, you know, a flower delivery person shows up, like everybody's like all excited. Um, except for maybe like someone who's like heartbroken or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah I love, I, I love, I love the vibe of Valentine's day. And of course, any horror movie that is themed of any holiday, like, it could be any holiday. doesn't matter. Um, I'll, I'd go for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, to folk that are single, you know, you know, Galentine's Day to those who celebrate Palentine's yeah, Day. I don't know if oh, that's Palentine's Day. It's a more of a gender neutral situation. So if if they're not, Day. if they're not saying it, we will we'll, we'll start it. Hashtag. Um, oh, did you make that up? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I'm not going to Google it right now and see if it's. a I thing. think we should trademark that immediately. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness so, we record these in advance. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't live. Um, hey, everybody. So, speaking of which, <laughs> I also love a good horror movie based around a holiday. Um, if y'all remember, I even mentioned the movie Holidays during I think like who are mm. you know kind of get to know us episode. Remember way back when um, yeah, yeah. talking about anthology movies that was with that great Easter Bunny one. Fucking mm-hmm. so Seth, good. Seth Green is in that. Yeah, I know you're trying to you're tr- <laughs> you are really trying to like bully me into publicly hating <laughs> Seth Green, and I'm not going to do it. I do not cave to your fucking terror whims. I'm not going to do it. So I've been known to bully. So, um, hey everybody, we're talking about, <laughs> but of all the of and and there's a number of Valentine's Day movies too. Mm-hmm. So, but for some reason, we decided to land on Valentine, 2001. Um, now this stars a number of 90s icons, stalwarts, right? Love you know, it. you've got uh, Marley Shelton, who we love, of course, mm-hmm. Deputy Deputy Judy, right? Yeah. Um. You've got Catherine Heigl in your uh, Drew Barrymore role a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, she's she's our, our Drew Barrymore like knockoff kill. Um, fucking of course, everyone's well, not everyone's favorite vampire hunk because you're more of a Spike person, right? I am, but that's not to say that I don't fucking love David Boreanaz. Like we're we're gonna talk a lot about him. I'm sorry, I'm gonna talk a lot about him. <laughs> so, um. This movie is uh, directed by Jamie Blanks. Do you know what else Jamie Blanks has directed? No, I didn't peek. I had a feeling that you would uh, you'd be prepared. Well, two he's got two nineties uh, two thousand slashers. Uh, first being Urban Legend. I was gonna say, is Urban Legend one of them? Yeah. Oh, so yes. Now, spoiler alert: this movie does not come close to the heights of urban legend that movie fucking <laughs> kicks all sorts of I'll, ass i'll defend I'll it admit forever that. that's fair but at the same time i saw like on the wikipedia that like he's like since like apologized for this movie and i'm like hey you know what like, i can't apologize make- for the quality or the yeah. content or what yeah you just apologized and said hey i'm sorry y'all we tried our best and i'm like hey you know Damn. i cannot i cannot make a movie better than valentine no. absolutely the fuck not so um, you know so don't be hard on yourself either jamie i don't think he should be i like 
I mean, not to not to show my cards too soon, but like I know this is a flawed movie. There's just something about it. There's something about it that I fucking love. Like there's so many dumb things about this movie that make me just I was having a fucking great time. I was eating my fucking sandwich, just laughing, <laughs> laughing, eating a sandwich, watching this. What kind of sandwich? Oh my God. It was the saddest sandwich. It was like just wheat oh. bread with salami and cheese. That's it. <laughs> How dare you ask me my sandwich? <laughs> That's no con- no condiments. Okay. There was also mayonnaise and mustard on it. Like a very little bit. Like I only okay. put a tiny bit because I don't, I don't fuck with sauce. A lot of yeah. the time I've been sounds like out. one of those uh like a like a gas station sandwich. I made it, um, oh, which yeah. is why it was so sad because I was like, do I really want to bust out the lettuce and the tomato? Like then you start getting into like different knife types and shit like that. So I wasn't I wasn't down for it. I had to watch this movie in a timely manner. So the sandwich making was swift. Yeah, it's hard where I get there. There are some points where I get so fucking lazy that I'll just like look at the tomatoes and be like, ah, I don't know if I can cut a tomato right now. Do I really now. need a vegetable today? <laughs> you know, so like I'll you know I'll I'll throw some lettuce on there because yeah, come on, I'm not you know I'm civilized, <laughs> not an please. animal like yeah, me, <laughs> Jesus. But um, I'm one of those people that has like four different types of mustard. You oh, know, I, I respect that. I love I love a good mustard and hot sauce situation, you know, so um, but yeah, so we're talking about the 2001 slasher (laughs) Valentine um, and very sad sandwiches. When do you remember seeing this movie when it first came out? Yeah, actually, I think I saw this in the theater um, because obviously, um, if you all haven't figured this out yet from previous episodes, obsessed with uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So anything that David Boreanaz was in Sarah Michelle Gellar was in like I I was there like you had my money at the door um so yeah I did see this in the theater and I think that what I would have been like 14 so that's that's like it's a good age for for this movie and you know um I love I loved already so many people in the cast too at this point we are what season four, five of Buffy. Mm-hmm. I think Angel probably exists mm-hmm. at this point, right? Yeah. Um, with me continuing to talk about Buffy that I know so little about. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna start by saying I love D- David Boreanaz, and the reason why I'm making that very clear up front is because I do have a lot of shit to talk on him for this movie, like a lot. He is better suited for television. Like everything I've seen him on TV with, great job. He didn't really, like, I don't think he actually really broke the seal of being in films. Um, I can't think of any successful films he's been in. Am I forgetting something? No, I don't think so. But I mean, he was I in Bones. It... He did Bones for a while. Angel was a while. So, I mean... But they weren't putting anyone outside of Sarah Michelle Geller in movies. I, like, I'm just trying to Allison remember. Allison Hannigan. Oh, right. With those. Yeah, she had um, the American Pie movies. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, what a what it what a career for her, yeah. right? She was like, also in from, How I Met Your Mother forever. Well, that whole second part, like that ends that ends up being by far the most lucrative career yeah. move for her, mm-hmm. right? Like that's for what's sure. making her millions and yeah. residuals yeah. for the rest oh, of her yeah. life. 
once that shit gets into syndication and it's just on reruns constantly mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. good for her yeah good fucking good for her i don't love know her. industry legend allison hannigan yeah we love her <laughs> i don't even watch how i met your mother and i don't think i don't gonna, either i, don't I think never enjoy will it. but fucking get that get that bag you know get that <laughs> yeah cash those checks this felt like it was very much like okay when we were talking about jennifer's body and how it was not properly marketed to like a female audience this movie felt like it felt like at that age like it was made for me because it was like this female cast that I like knew and recognized from other things David Boreanaz who like he's he's gonna put asses in seats of like Buffy fans so an angel fan so you know it felt like it was marketed towards a horror loving teen which was me like a horror loving teen girl. Like I was like, this is, this is perfect. Of course, these, these female characters are extremely, we'll say interesting. Um, they each have some interesting quirks about them that, you know, this is written by a man and a woman, by the way. So, um, it's like Very four different people. I it's think. four different people, but there were two main writers. I think there were people who did like rewrites. I, okay. Y'all, I, went ham on this. I, I, before we started recording, I told Kyle, I bought this movie on Amazon like six months ago and watched it, not having it on the schedule at all. Like I was just like, fuck it. Let's watch Valentine. Then I went and bought the Scream Factory Blu-ray. Keeping in mind, I don't have a Scream Factory Blu-ray of any of my favorite movies. <laughs> so I just <laughs> randomly decided to get this one and watched a bunch of special features. So I've got all the knowledge. It does have a very cool cover. It has I a like very that. cool cover. Yeah, look that shit up. I I like it. There's they do an urban legend one, and then a, mm, that'd be fun. And then a Cherry Falls one, which I've I've never seen. Have you? Me either. It's With on Brittany my list Murphy. of things I want to watch. I love Brittany Murphy. Oh, R. Me too. I love her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would watch it. That'd be fun. Yeah, dang. I think we might need to throw that on our schedule mm-hmm. in the next couple months. Yeah. This movie, I was like, you know, like scrolling through the Wikipedia for it. You know, the the reception of this movie is poor. Um, oh yeah. What? It's like eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, something like that. That I didn't even tr- look at Rotten Tomatoes after I saw on IMDb. It had a four point nine, and like IMDb is pretty steady. Like everything we talk about seems to be like a six. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that four point nine, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's low for IMDb. Not the most unfair assessment, I don't think, <laughs> but given given its challenges, this movie does have things working for it, though. Absolutely, yeah. though. So I will not discredit that. Um, for you, is the Cupid mask one of the things that works or doesn't work? I'm so like, I literally put that at the top of my notes because I'm dying to know because I feel like there's so many slashers like we have seen so so many slashers not all of them have a very distinct mask but it's rare that i find a mask that works for me and i want to hear if this mask works for you i'm going to lean yes it's you know i mean it's thematic fitting in with it like i'm kind of shocked that i mean the killer from my bloody valentine's like like dressed like a minor right (laughs) Yeah. Not like a not like a child, but someone that like works in a mine, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. To clarify everybody. <laughs> but um 
so and that makes absolutely no sense i mean i it does in the context of this i'm not going to get into it yeah ne- we'll next, talk we'll, next, next, next year, year y'all next year because <laughs> and then and then from then on i don't know we're gonna run out of valentine's <laughs> movies <laughs> i don't know but and we'll cross that cross that bridge when we get to it mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it works for me i mean of course like you know the rest of the costume is very boring it's just like mm-hmm. just all black clothes right and the it's coat this or like whatever. that very like distinct coat and i wonder if that was just yeah. a way to kind of make the body of the person like boxy so you're like they could have breasts or not they could be you know more of a man's build or a woman's build but i don't think there was any point where i thought it was any of these women um just by the shoulder span alone um i didn't like the cupid mask for a long time but in my last couple watches of this i've seen this movie a lot um i liked it more and i think it's because like it looks like a doll face which is already kind of creepy in itself but it's those dead eyes like just those little holes like on the eyes that like if you look at it long enough i think i paused the movie and i came back and it was just a shot of the face and i was like oh that is kind of creepy. So when I looked at it that way, I was like, okay, if that if that came after me in the night, I'd I'd be pretty fucking scared. And then they kind of do that same thing again in um what's that one where it's like a slasher groundhog day? Happy Death Day is the first yeah. one. Then there's Happy Death Day to you. Yeah. Right. And um, right, because isn't that that one wearing like a baby mask? So it's like very similar. Oh, that one I hate. Ugh. I hate the baby mask. Why would that be their mascot? <laughs> I don't know. That College. makes no sense. But yeah. I think that's, you know, as good as good a segue as as any um to this opening because they're at this dance. Now this takes place in 1988, <sighs> you know. Um and at a Valentine's, I'm assuming a Valentine's dance. I don't know if it says specifically that it is. I think it is. Um it, it ha- all the red yeah, lights, it is. It you know? is. And there's some random, one of the random kids is wearing that mask. Was it not their school mascot or was it just some, some fucking kid just being like, you know what? It's a Valentine's day dance. I'm going to dress up as Cupid. I think so. Because they're just like, okay. when well, I hate that kid, <laughs> when they're beating the shit out of Jeremy Melton, you know, this mm-hmm. kid just with the mask just kind of sticks his head in. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. So who's, I don't know. It's just, is this a. Uh, an extra red herring is it like an extra like you know did did dorothy see that mask and be like oh yeah let's do that they'll remember that i mean the fuck these these women even barely remember the dance even happening like okay let alone i'm really i'm actually kind of worried really worried for these young women and their memories because they're like 22 or 23 and they're like what middle school i don't remember anything from middle school you're like i'm sorry what it's been fucking 10 years, girls. Like how much drugs and drinking have you done that your memory is just completely wiped of fucking eighth grade? Like what's going yeah. on? It's pretty hilarious how just how wild they like just shrug things off. I could tell you a bunch of first and last names of kids that I went to middle middle school with that I haven't thought about in maybe 20 years but like i could for sure go over like a roster of of kids that i knew like i don't think that someone in a mask is gonna come 
try and find me and like murder me and my friends or anything. I don't think I've got any outstanding grudges like that. But I hope not. I feel like I would be in that on that murder but list. <laughs> what I what I will tell you is that I I feel like now just the older I get, I remember I don't remember much of high school, but I will remember every time I did something that was just shitty and like oh, selfish yeah. we and like all awful. Do. And yeah. that shit just the anxiety of that just crushes me still. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people just spend too much time thinking about how you know things they regret when they're when they were young mm -hmm. and stupid and full of hormones and just awful. Not mm -hmm. that that explains everything away, right? But like and then it just and it, you, you do not sympathize with these women at all when they just oh are gosh. like so well well first early on you know it shows i appreciate uh jeremy shooting his shot just going from girl oh my to girl God. being like you know what that's, um that's swag what do you what? absolutely i i feel like um poor jeremy like was just try and get somebody to dance with him. Like he, yeah, he was, he was being sweet, you know, just trying to have a good time at this dance. He went by himself. Like that's not an easy thing to do, especially in middle school. Are you kidding? Like even in high school, that's an easier thing to do. So, yeah. um, you know, shout out to him before all the murdering I feel for Jeremy Milton. And also like I had been asked to dance like at a middle school dance by a boy that I did not have any interest in dancing with. And I wasn't like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, no, thanks. Like, I'm hanging out with my friends. Like, you know, just like being polite. And I'm not saying you can't say fuck you if someone asks you to dance. But, you know, like being kind to people is nice. Not bullying people is, is a good thing to do. But one thing I really like about this opening scene they did such a good job casting the younger versions of all of these actresses, especially Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. Yeah. That little girl looks like they could actually be the same person. So the only person they miscast for sure is David Boreanaz. Like I would, for obvious reasons, like his younger self is not great. I'm just going to jump right to the end. Jump into before it. We pop yeah. it. Before we pop back. Okay. Is it actually supposed to be him? Yeah, he's Jeremy Melton. This movie's so fucking dumb. Wait, oh you God. didn't well, catch that, Kyle? <laughs> well, well, because it... He's I'll, Jeremy I'll... Melton. He did all the murdering. Hold on. Is <laughs> Dorothy not, right not the Dorothy's killer? Dorothy's not the killer. What the fuck? She's the nosebleed, wearing... Kyle. The nosebleed. That, okay. But I mean, yes, I get it. But also... I'm going to, do you want me to walk you through this now? Or do you want to go through the movie first and then we'll get back to, should we start from the end? Oh, just, answer I... my, just answer this question for me really quick. <laughs> yeah, does yeah. she not admit to killing people, Dorothy? She does not. So, okay. We're, we're at this dance. This is, oh, this Jesus. is going to tie together. We're at this dance and Jeremy asks Dorothy to dance and she's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. But then they end up making out under the bleachers. Yeah. Those bully boys catch them and make fun of her and him simultaneously. And she's like, he attacked me. She falsely accused him. He went to boarding school or reform school or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So he returns the favor to her. So what happens is he's posing as Adam, but really he's Jeremy Milton 
He says, I've always loved you to Kate at the end. The nosebleed from the mask the whole time. He, he has that nosebleed at the end. And he puts Dorothy in the outfit. And that's why he's like, pat, 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 as soon as she sits up. I think he attacked her. You see her room all messy. Put the outfit on her. She's like disoriented, gets up. He like pushed her down the stairs. And that's it. And now everyone thinks she's the killer. So he falsely accused her. Revenge. I'm so shocked that you didn't catch this. It's because this movie is so fucking dumb. It's oh my god. <laughs> so okay, here. All right, we'll all right, we'll get we'll get there. We'll circle back. So okay, okay. um, we flash forward 13 years. Is it 13 just because he wants to be extra spooky? I hope so. Oh my god, I have so many notes. Like from the perspective <laughs> that Dorothy's the killer, this is great. Um, okay, that's so, why I was like, we need to clear this up in the beginning so that you you feel like you can walk through this. This is going to be yeah. really exciting, everyone. Oh my gosh, <laughs> but and I, you know, but Dorothy, like you know, the same thing. Like I, I know Dorothy's a fucking mess. Don't get me wrong; she's no saint. But the logic, I understand jumping into like getting into the logic of like a middle schooler who's already insecure is already mm-hmm. like being called like shit like buffalo and whatever mm-hmm. and just like how just sh- like that internalized like shame and all that shit like mm-hmm. how she would i get how she would throw jeremy under the bus so quickly you know i i, mean, I, I get it even though it's like yeah awful and is a learning lesson right but i mean yes and no like does she think that accusing him is going to make her be bullied less like I don't think it's worried about like, oh, they're going to stop bullying me. It's just like, I, now I just feel like they're going to bully me even more. So mm-hmm. let me just keep it back to what I'm what used I know. to. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah that's so. true. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are mean, y'all. Like middle school is the worst. I think yeah. like people talk a bunch of shit on high school, but I think middle school is probably like the worst time Um you wouldn't have been able to pull that shit off now. Like bullying, it is they're like zero tolerance, at least in San Diego. Like you will get fucking kicked out of school if you're caught bullying. Like they make parents sign. We sign a contract at the beginning of every year that says that we will like teach our children not to be bullies, to be kind to others. And if they're caught bullying, like they can be kicked out of school. It's it's serious and like necessary. Um, but yeah, like that I ask, I ask my son all the time. I'm like, are there bullies at your school? And he's like, not really. He's like, the worst thing that happens is that like somebody will take all the soccer balls at recess. Like, and that's that. And I'm like, great. I I love that for you. <laughs> there are eight year olds. How many soccer balls can you hold at once? <laughs> I know that's why I was like also like how many do you need like you only need one to play a game of soccer yeah those kids are assholes I don't know who they are but you know fuck off with all the soccer balls <laughs> so we fast forward 13 years to um Catherine Heigl who is on mm. a date with oh a man God, named Jason Jason. <laughs> Jason I'm just in slasher mode so as soon as he says I didn't realize he was talking in the third person at first. At first, he's like, you know, Jason's into, you know, these types of girls and this type of girls and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, is he talking about Jason Voorhees? (laughs) I guess when I think of Jason and pursuing women, I just think my mind immediately goes to Friday the 13th. No wonder why, Kyle, you have this like 
I mean, there's reasons to have harsh critiques of this movie, but like you're you were watching a completely different movie than I was. I am just picking up <laughs> on things that I I saw with my own eyes. Um, and first of all, like, do you is that is it a is it a turn on for someone to talk in the third person like that? Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, I think the only the person who can get away with that is the Rock. <laughs> I right? knew it. And he'd still it's be Dwayne like, the eh, Rock Johnson. I might have sex with him still. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, no, that is not sexy. And I'll be honest, I've I've never gone on a date with someone who spoke about themselves in the third person. But the first time you did it, the date would be over. I'd be done. I, that I don't like when people do that at all. So I like there. There's my zero tolerance policy. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like a lot of the men in this movie oh, so all bad. just they all just like have like a bit that they just refuse to not yeah. like commit to, you know, it's mm-hmm. our fate. Kate, go on a date. Kate. And you're just yeah. like, no, Why? every man is so terrible. So you like, yeah, like the neighbor that rhymes Jason, who speaks about himself in the third person, even like David Boreanaz's character is supposed to be like the best guy in the movie and like he's like making a joke about her neighbor being a stalker and stealing her panties. I'd be like, I'm about to roll up to that apartment building and have a chat with him. Like, no, like we're not joking around yeah. about that guy. It's he, yeah, he, they're all yeah. terrible. Oh boy. And they're so and Catherine Heigl sees right through it pretty quickly. And it's just like, hey, yeah. you know what? Let's let's get the fucking check, you know. <laughs> um <laughs> I need to go back to my morgue. <laughs> Yeah, my after-date corpse cutting. (laughs) Yeah. Like, was she always planning on doing that afterwards? (laughs) Do you think? Like, even if the date went really well and they did get dessert. She did say she had to study for a test. And apparently it was true because when she runs into her, like, her fellow student, he's like, good luck tomorrow. So, like, her story lines up. Why even schedule a date for the night before, like, a final? Oh, Kyle, we're old, so we don't do more than one thing in a night. When you're like in your early 20s, like you'll stack events in one day. Like you might wake up, have brunch, then have lunch, then have a date, then have a study date, go home and do something or watch a movie and then wake up and do your final. Yeah, that's that sounds exhausting. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. If I do something in a week, and honestly, that's it's recording it. this podcast. That's yeah, one, this is one our day, plans. <laughs> one, one thing a week. Um, <laughs> so she's like, "Hey, I got to get back," and she starts um, flirting with this corpse, Chad, um, in the dark. She's just doing this in the dark with one spotlight. Yeah, did she like change? Is her like dressing like, or was she yeah. wearing all that underneath? How could she get there? I don't know. Yeah. I love her shitty car too. She's got that like really shitty car, which is fun because I'm like, oh yeah, she's a college student. Like, she's got yeah. her her little hoopty. How do you feel about um dudes splitting the check on a first date? Oh, I think that's fine. Um, I maybe not the way this dude was doing it, but no, not the way he was doing it. Like he's like, you had the chicken, like you know, like item by item. I've split checks on dates before, and. I did a lot of first dates because like I I have a very low tolerance for people in general. Um but I the one thing I don't like is if you as a woman if you offer to pay and they're like rude about insisting to pay like absolutely not like 
I would never let a woman pay on a date. Like if they're just like, no, let me get it. Like that's, that's fine. But yeah, that's the only, that's the only thing I, I am not a fan of, but I, yeah. Okay. This is me getting really technical. Like if you chose the place and it's an expensive place, you should pay the check, whether you're the, whatever gender you are, who, whatever your role is in this relationship. Like, I, I think it's important that if you chose an expensive restaurant, that's your version, you're offering to pay. You don't bring somebody yeah. to like a five-star restaurant and be like, oh yeah, by the way, you're treating. That, tra- that tracks. Uh, yeah. yeah, that checks out. Um, so after the her classmate, I guess, you know, takes off and you know, honestly, he seemed like the nicest guy in the entire movie. Yeah, they were like flirting, right? Yeah. Like they had they had the best chemistry out of any couple in this movie, honestly. I, I think just because he just wasn't just like consistently just like fucking aggravating like yes. everybody else is in this movie. Yes. And I do appreciate how cartoonishly aggravating all the dudes are. I do yeah. like that. I'm um, assuming I've, they like ramped it up to like really, you know, make a point and also to make David Boreanaz's character look a little better because he still is very flawed but he at least is like affectionate towards his his partner you know he's just he's got he's got his own issues he's you know dealing with addiction and you know trying to get his shit together and but I mean overall he seems he seems like an all right all right guy other than the murdering which Kyle didn't even know was going on (laughs) yeah I know well he's very artistic and very you know crafty um because Catherine Heigl finds a very beautiful bedazzled I love those cards I would be thrilled (laughs) right no kidding and like just imagine like just all the like each of the the little jewels and gems and shit that were glued on there and like yeah coming up with the rhymes or like the fucking Riddler or something Mm -hmm. you know I like it but he one thing I missed from previous watches is that and it's only, I think, with this card where he says, you know, something, something, you know, you bleed from your neck. Mm-hmm. So he was always intending to slash her throat, right? Mm, like, absolutely. I think my favorite kill in a like a hospital y, morgue y kind of situation is probably that Jason X one, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, if you see like some other opportunity You're talking to about kill the face somebody. Freeze? Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites of all time. I just imagined if I was David Boreanaz and I was coming in being like, okay, I did commit this slightest, you know, slitting her throat, but <laughs> oh, I could freeze her face. I, freeze <laughs> I her mean, face. no one's going to know. And who's, who is holding me accountable, <laughs> but myself, right? Like to this poem. Exactly. So I don't know. I, yeah, I like the card, but also like now if I receive that card, like from, like I knew it was from someone. Like if my husband gave me that card, I wouldn't think he was going to murder me. I'd be like, oh, he knows I love like creepy horror things. And he got me something that's like, like morbid and weird. And I would think it was sweet. But if it was like a random person that had left it like on my locker, I'd be out of that building. Absolutely not. Like I wouldn't stick around to go and finish cutting up my corpse. That poor corpse, poor Chad. Um, I know. One, I think it's <laughs> pretty funny, this whole bit. Uh, oh it's so dumb and then two pretty bold because yeah you know you're you're exposing you know so the the killer <laughs> is has replaced himself with chad the corpse and put yeah. chad in the closet and like do you think if you're when you're donating your body to science do you think how many bodies get involved in hijinks like this 
I mean, after after Reanimator, is like... there some like legally, um, <laughs> you know, thing that just kind of like uh, you know releases all liability kind of situation? I don't know what's in the fine print, but I feel like if I do, like, and I'll have to put that in my will, is when I do donate my body to science. I am an organ donor, so, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I need to put something, some conditional something in there, but like like an asterisk you know, on the back of your driver's license that says no slasher hijinks. I don't want to be used in a no, you know, because what did I, I have nothing to do with this? Well, no one's going to be able to use Chad's body for anything else after this. So what a waste! Like what a waste of his corpse, honestly. Yeah. So, um, and then also lying down on the table where Chad was, and then mm -hmm. exposing your midriff. Yeah, a little, just a little, little belly. Bit. Just a, little, just a belly. little belly, right? I didn't check the belly enough to see it. It looks like it looks like a man's belly. Like it's not it's not hairy, but David Boreanaz he's he's waxed. Um, that is a that is a smooth chest, everyone. I have seen many a photo. Um, yeah. So it, it's it looks like a man's a man's stomach, but I don't think they give you too long of a view of it because the fact that it breathes is you know, kind of like throws you off a bit, but yeah, I think that was a risky move and way too much work. Like we could have just came up behind her and just slit her throat. Easy. Yeah. But I, that being said, I do really like the, um, the body bag situation where he's just going and stabbing each body bag. Like what did she think was going to happen hiding in a body bag? I get, uh... She would think that might be clever, but I think just now anyone just who's seen a horror movie and if you're a slasher and you're chasing somebody and you walk into that situation, you're like, okay, I know, I know what we're doing. It's like <laughs> when you walk into, you know, a room of like mannequins, right? Yeah. And, yeah. or <laughs> I think most recently in, in Thanksgiving, it's like when the killer walks into a, mm -hmm. a classroom all with like modeling heads, you know, for their barber salon class. I don't know. You love but, those heads. I, but then again, again, with these, you know, cadaver hijinks, where's <laughs> the body that she took out and put oh herself God, into yeah. this bag? Where's that body? Because when you look <laughs> in, you see all those body bags are full. Whoever's in charge of that and morgue is going to be furious. Just yeah. infuriated. They're like, great. There goes my fucking weekend. I'm going to be doing paperwork all the live long day. But then I guess I wondered too, like how many, like, I don't know if they do like frats in med school exactly like that, but just like how many kind of dickhead med school kids like pull pranks with each other's corpses. You know what I mean? Like someone would hide, hide them in a, you know, in a that, closet or weekend at Bernie's one. I'm just honestly, saying that, that would be non-zero, non-zero <laughs> chance that that's probably happened yeah. before. Yeah. So, um, but Hey, you know, just as, uh, you know, just as the poem laid out, like pretty quickly, yeah. he was just like, oh, there she is. Slit her throat mm -hmm. real quick. Um, I do. Gosh. So this is this is funny because I have this in my notes. And now like now I'm looking at my notes and thinking how like from your perspective, like what were you thinking? So so when you see this Cupid after after they murder someone, there's that excessive nosebleed like from the one nostril and like that's that is your like the the whole sole reason like I even put I was like is that a character trait just for the reveal it totally is 
because that nosebleed is what ties the killer to David Boreanaz slash Jeremy Milton slash Adam. But I, I like the, I like the nosebleed. I think it's fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cute touch, but I guess I was thinking that not only David Boreanaz was a red herring, but just just Jonathan, the idea of Jonathan Melton himself was a red herring. Because it was really, in my mind, it was Dorothy. Oh, so you thought she was like making Jeremy Milton the red herring. But like, but she received a card too. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. She gonna send herself a fucking card for for no for nothing when no one's there. Like you do it in front of the group. So you can say you got you you're you're building your evidence. I also have a card. And you know, you want to prove okay. it, right? You want to cover okay. your tracks. Okay, that's fair. So I get it. Um, yeah. So then, <laughs> I mean, we can just go some beats before we get to the next kill. But, you know, we're, we're introducing a few people. You do that whole speed dating bit. and Yeah. For those know. of you, for those of you who, this is, here's my like time capsule lesson again, speed dating. This is a, this was really big. I feel like in the early 2000s, um, where basically you go to a bar and you sit at a table and you have like 30 seconds till it's like 30 seconds or to like a minute or something to chat someone up. So you like give them your sales pitch basically of what type of person you are. And then you swap to an, another person at the next table. And I think if you find a match, you just leave the situation um, I, I could be wrong about that, but I, cause every movie depicts it as a failed experience. Like it's very rare that these go well. Yeah. I'd say that, yeah, you know, well, I think finds you're... Brian. So, and it isn't just Brian. There's, um, one of the other guys from the speed dating, if not a couple people from the speed dating that all end up at that party at the end. Really? Yeah, it isn't just Brian. I mean, the same extras. Brian and Paige, but the guy that was like really, really quiet, you know, and like kind of weird. He was at the party. Yeah, you see him like wandering around in the background. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, who called him? Who? I mean, there was plenty of people unannounced to show up to this party, but yeah, yeah. They do some like character building with with the two, with um, Paige and. yeah, and Kate, because they're kind of showing you like she's in this like relationship that's kind of on and on and off again because of, you know, like, you know, his alcoholism and that's been a reoccurring issue. And then you have Paige, who's very, you know, just like out to have a good time, like just, you know, chatting people up, not really feeling committal. I spoiler alert, everyone. Paige is a fucking muse. I just love her. Love, love, love her. I love how like mean she is and just how like unapologetically sexy she is. Like she's just, uh, I love Denise Richards and everything. Dang. I'm so sorry. Cause she is the absolute worst <sighs> actor in this movie. She really? Is, I disagree. Yes. I think it's David Boreanaz. I, I, you would think, but I, she, and it sucks because I like her in other things, mm-hmm. but she just had this like one just cadence with her voice the whole fucking time yeah it's not how she normally speaks right it's irritating to me oh i love her i love her fun death as we go through we'll we'll, uh i'll tell you why 
so they go to this funeral, you know, and this is, uh, you know, uh, I think Do- what Dorothy calls them. Um, uh, yeah. and, you got, and you got your friend group, which is Kate, Paige, Dorothy, Lily, and then Shelly, who was played by mm-hmm. Catherine Heigl. See, I'm usually so bad with names. So I'm, I'm, no, I'm pretty job. proud of myself. Thank yeah. you. Um, I so... mean, friend group might be a loose term for Shelly because they said they hadn't seen her in like two, like a year or two. Right. Maybe she just lives yeah. far away. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she was just the one. Even though she seemed to be the nicest one out of the four, or out of the five. Yeah, I mean, from from a glimpse. So maybe that's what it was. They were just like, you're not you're not vibing with our fucking Mean Girl Squad. So I don't know. I love it. Oh gosh. So um, (laughs) and then you have this whole like other thing. Um, okay, so you introduce David Boreanaz. Um, mm-hmm. He's, you know, just hanging out, not knowing how to process things. He's trying to get back together with Kate. And then uh, I'm trying not to, I don't want to go beep for beep, but, you know, as we're introducing yeah. the But the you characters. also introduce the detective. Detective <laughs> introduce the Yeah, it was the dad from Veronica Mars. Um, he was also what? in... No, is that the same actor? Yeah. No way. I forget his name off the top of my head, but yeah. That is not the same actor. Dang. They look similar then, don't they? They do look similar. They do look similar. But yeah, I was like, that's not him. Whatever. Close enough. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so you have this, uh, you're introducing everybody. I think then you you learn learn about Campbell. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. He's the worst. He's the worst. And he's worse than the actual like murderer, honestly. You know, at least it was a revenge situation <laughs> yeah. with Adam slash mm-hmm. Jeremy. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think Campbell's just being, you know, awful and just robbing me. Just doing um, fucking, what's it called? What's her face from uh, uh, Debbie from Adam's Family Values, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little nicer than Debbie because he's not killing them. But yeah, but not yeah. as not as fun as Debbie. This whole thing just makes it just even sadder for Dorothy. <laughs> she's not the killer because, oh my God, like, but then at the no, same she's time, just like, really sad. She's just really like, she has a lot of trauma, like that poor girl. But then also she's terrible to Millie, the maid. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Fucking justice for Millie. I know. Why does she get murdered? There's a, there's a lot of people that kill, killed in this movie that I'm like, why did why did we kill them? Are we trying to help these girls or like hurt them? Unless oh, unless the whole point was, yeah, just to frame it to make it look like Dor- because Dorothy would have a motive point. to kill them. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. or, you know, not a mo- actual motive, right? So, mm-hmm. oh my God, this movie. But, um, <laughs> so, and then this whole thing with the stepmom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The stepmom is the same age or younger than her. And then she's like calling her a mail order bride. And Casual racism. Yeah. Like, it, I'm like, why is that even in there? Like, what did, what did that add to the movie at all? We didn't even need to see Dorothy's dad. Like, at all so i guess it's just to to show go ahead i said uh, uh, just to establish that she's rich and lives in this very big mansion i mean we didn't need to have that to show that she's rich like that's very apparent um and she's like rich rich like that party when you have a valentine's day party and it's catered like a fucking wedding 
you're rich, rich. Like one, who's having Valentine's Day parties? And two, if you are having a Valentine's Day party, like I'd be like, hey, I got champagne and chocolate covered strawberries and a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> There's my Valentine's Day party. Hell yeah. And Valentine um, on Blu-ray. <laughs> yes. And the special edition too, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we establish all of this for no reason. I mean, yeah. I guess. I don't know. The whole the Campbell thing, you didn't, I don't know. This is so unnecessary. But then you pop back over to Kate's apartment and she gets her first little kind of warning spook, you know, mm-hmm, where she's, mm-hmm. you know, the water gets turned off. Would, how quickly would you um, resort to putting your head in a toilet? Okay. No one needed to put their head in the toilet. There is clean yeah. water in the back of the toilet, Kate. You just open that lid that water has not touched your fucking feces bowl. Yeah. Like, get, what are you doing? I honestly, I would rinse my hair with like, I don't know. They keep drinking orange juice in this movie. I would rinse it with orange juice before I would put my head in the fucking toilet. Absolutely that was to wash not. out the that was to wash out the maggot taste. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So I, I would not be putting my head in that toilet or I would just leave the conditioner in and just slick my hair back. Fuck it. Like, who yeah. cares? It's not going in the toilet. Um, then we get our second letter, which uh, mm. either to Paige or Lily, and they kind of argue back and forth mm-hmm. um, over who gets it. And it's for both of them, honestly. Yeah. Two, two for one. And then this one was, I forget what the poem was on this one. Do you? I don't have the poem on that one. I only have Dorothy's because I, it's the most inaccurate. Yeah. So, um, and then it's all these chocolates. And then I don't know, dude, you know, just I just wouldn't eat food just left in front of my door from a stranger, right? Like I get that they don't. Yeah. They're not really connecting the the killing or the killing of Shelley. It would still. Yet. I get it. It would need to be handed to me by a delivery person, like so that I know that. Like, you know, like if you got like, if somebody sent you like an edible arrangement, like you're like, oh, this is a person who works for edible arrangements that's handing me this food, yeah. not just like left by my door. Um, That'd be kind of weird. Yeah. It's pretty impressive to, again, you know, um, David Voronis is very crafty with all the beads and the jewels and the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the lace situation. It looks fantastic. Yeah. And then also quite the chocolatier. Um, because <laughs> the only way you could get those maggots in there like that to would make be, those chocolates. you need to be making this caramel, mm-hmm. you need to be stretching it out, getting it done, then you need mm-hmm. to put the maggots inside, this, I'm assuming this is how it's done, I have not read a recipe for this, but for maggot then, chocolates <laughs> for maggot chocolates, and then I would assume, you know, you refrigerate them for a little bit, you know, well, for the timing needs to be perfect, because those maggots aren't going to last long well, I mean you know, you put them in the fridge, just maybe just slow them down a little bit. I don't know if that, like, if it works like it does for ants, you know, and then you bring <laughs> them out and then you have to put the coat of chocolate on it and then put it back in the fridge again to make the chocolate solid. Gosh. And then hope that the maggots don't eat their way out of the chocolates. But I think if you got a good, nice, like warm caramel mm. situation, you probably just want to be like, Hey, this is dark. This is tasty. I mean, if, I'm just going to. Yeah. If I were in, in that. Yeah. I'd be like, Hmm. 
cozy up in this caramel. (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah. So pretty impressive that for her to tell. She takes a bite and then realizes they're inside, right? That's pretty. That's pretty pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, pretty gross. They're so gross. Oh, it's the grossest. I mean, I'm glad she only like she got probably the least. Well, maybe not the least gruesome, but she got like shot with the arrows, and like because that the maggot eating like that's rough. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, between that and the arrows, maybe she does get it the worst because that's a that's a it's a rough death. Not the roughest at all, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um geez. So and then we jump, it's then it's pretty quick actually. Yeah, the next scene is at this art show. Can you believe mm. this fucking art show? This is I like so love this art show. Like I I love too that they're just calling him like a bad artist, which you know, art is subjective, but um I I don't disagree with that. <laughs> like, I think you can be objective here. I think it's, yeah, it's literally just like, yeah, a bunch of TVs of like mouths and it's like made into a maze, which I you can change and me. alter. <laughs> yeah. And the creepiest some videos of just, of just women just taking their tops off. There's a few mm-hmm. of those. And then that's literally it. Like that's, so oh, and, a... the, and then the Marilyn Manson playing, of course, you know, yeah, the there's a deleted scene where they're all like having a cheers to their dead friend and they talk about Max and why he's a shitty artist. And also just like, you know, they said they were like, well, you, you know, Lily, you took off your your top and rubbed eggs on them and let him take photos because he said it was art. And she's like, it was. And like, it, that's a very like, again, like he is another like shitty guy that's like no 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 it's art like if you take off your top and let me like photograph you like you know trying to take advantage by saying it's art um but yeah they deleted that scene which is great because it's it's a long scene and it didn't need to be in the movie um but yeah i thought that was pretty funny yeah i feel like i knew a couple people that were like throughout the years that were like artists and it was just like a lot of like their friends topless and i'm like Uh hmm Okay. I know who I be... know who you're thinking of. We won't put anyone on blast, but uh <laughs> so I'm like, mm, okay, you know, but and then also remember how he's like, okay, everybody, you know, this is must be this must be a fucking huge maze, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he because... separated the the women and the men. And then why? Yeah, what was different? Was there like a different um set of videos for them? And it because it doesn't I don't it doesn't yeah, I, like I don't it doesn't do anything in the end. Um I also really enjoy um them making out like in the exhibit because clearly he didn't go to the men's side that he was supposed to. And then like the what is her name? Amy shows up and is just like uh, unbuttoning her top and she's like, um, what the fuck is happening? Like he's just like, Oh, we were just gonna have a threesome right here in the middle of my art exhibit. Yeah, well, I forget what she calls them. It's just like, oh, I didn't know you were such a hypocritical sleaze bag. And I'm just like, I don't think he was hypocritical at all. I feel like, if anything, that really fit consistent. the vibe. Yeah, that yeah. fit his vibe. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I thought that was good. I do. I appreciate that this movie um, has like everyone's killed in a in a different way. Like, it's not just all stabbing and slashing like. I like the I like the Cupid's arrow situation. The kills that might be my favorite part of this movie because yeah. not that they're I like agree. 
goriest not that they're the most inventive ever you know but they're all kind of just different enough and kind of fun in a way but i think if i could trade that off i would have been like maybe there should be more of an arrow situation here because it's the most thematic more arrows and i like that it's not you know every because it's always knives knives and axes Mm -hmm. and shit you Mm -hmm. know so i that'd be my thing because i did like that and then also I guess turns out this building is like they just don't do nothing to establish that this building's like 20 stories high because all of a sudden she's like now just falling into a pit yeah that just it, has a garbage deep. yeah yeah but I like that she just falls in the trash can and they're like that takes care of itself do you imagine if you lived in one of those lofts and like you just you know I know there's trash chutes but like I would just walk out and be like yeah all right I'm just gonna fucking just drop it all the way down and so she's dead, but everyone thinks that she's going, well, she's going to LA the morning after. So it's not mm-hmm. like anyone realizes that she's missing until, Which gosh, I want to say. Which I thought was actually kind later. of, kind of lame. I wish they would have known because then it's like, oh, we know somebody is like picking us off instead of them just like yeah. focusing on just Shelly's murder. Like it seemed weird that they did that. I thought that was not um, the best choice. These women, you know, so I think, and yeah, so do we want to like must... talk about like each girl, each each woman in this movie, like and their their personalities before we talk about them getting murdered, like all the all the deaths. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe maybe we break them down a little bit. Um, I mean, of course, you've got Kate, who is our, you know, our assumed final girl. Hmm. There's not really much to her. No, not really. I like Marley Shelton, you know, and yeah. you definitely know that she was the one that wasn't going to get murdered because she is also the only mm-hmm. one that wasn't awful to him mm-hmm. at the dance. Yep. She was the only one that was like, maybe later, you know, just, Hey, just, Hey, when in doubt, just punt it, you know? Yeah. And just, exactly. just say, Oh, maybe later and disappear. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, you know, he'll get the hint, but also it's much nicer. Than- Do you think her and David Boreanaz had any chemistry? No, their interactions are so bad. It's so awkward. Like, I almost feel like they fucking hate each other. And even then, actually, I think if they hated each other, they would have had better sexual tension. But like, the only time I think that they actually have chemistry on screen is at the end when she's scared of him. Like, then I actually think that it plays better than when they're supposed to be a happy couple or like a back and forth couple. Like, they aren't selling it to me at all especially david Boreanaz, like he's not into it i've seen the look of love in his eyes when he looks at sarah michelle geller like it feels real that did it did not feel the same at all it's because that that love was authentic and that was real <laughs> yeah geez i yeah that they're yeah their flirting was very it was very cringy to watch i think just mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't want to necessarily yeah i guess blame the both of them they're just you know i like them in other things Hey, you know this what? Isn't, yeah, editing. this is not didn't, their movie the script. They didn't bring their A game. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I said, everyone's trying. I I think. I hope. I assume. Um, I feel like I've already we've already talked a little bit about Paige mm-hmm. and me not being a fan of her either. I would spoiler. I'm not a fan of anybody in this movie. I think Paige. I think Paige is the only one. Maybe that... Yeah, Lily's fine too. She's not around long enough for us to like really dislike her. I think I just like Paige because 
she she kind of reminds me a little bit of myself in some ways after you said you hated her um I like like for instance the, the situation with Brian um one have you I'm done not, that to somebody no but oh. like no but That's assault Natalie I I would not do that to someone but what I do like about that situation and what reminds me of myself in that situation, well, okay, what doesn't is really, Paige, like he says he has a surprise for you in the bedroom upstairs. Like, you're not that fucking dumb. Obviously, it's his penis. It's going like, to be a dick. It's going to be a dick. If a man says they have a surprise for you and they're in- <laughs> entering a bedroom, men are the worst. It's definitely their dick. And especially like, they're not dating. Like they're not boyfriend and girlfriend. Like he's not going to be like, Oh, champagne and roses. Like, no, it's my dick. Now where I do think it falls back on him is like, yes, it, it is going to be a dick no matter what. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Um, (laughs) But I do think it's on him that if you are going to use that setup, at least put a bow on it at least you know bedazzle it a little bit something yeah to make it like a surprise like it's not just my dick you know it's like, a valentine's it a, dick yeah it's still a surprise <laughs> like look, look look how fun look at this fun thing i did with <laughs> i you put know? a bow on it <laughs> yeah so um but what i like yes, is and. her her reaction because she immediately is just like you you're the surprise is your penis like and then she's like fuck you when he says you know like i've never heard anyone say i want you to wax it um i've never heard that expression i don't know if if you have um but i like how she like turns it around and like just basically like you know goes into like being sassy making him think he's gonna get what he wants like i've definitely fucked with dudes that like thought they were gonna get some and like just like was like yeah fuck off i didn't assault them um but it goes back to our conversation that we had at house of in house of wax um you know dripping dripping some candles right on the dick i mean obviously he wasn't expecting it or into it so that's a different situation (laughs) yeah not nearly as bad as what happened to poor uh fucking what's his name uh oh wade wade (laughs) Wade. yeah (laughs) you want to say dwight poor wade (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I I I like uh I like Paige. And then Dorothy. Oh, Dorothy. Dorothy is a character that like I want to feel bad for and I do in a lot of ways, but at the same time she's rich as fuck, so good on her. And then she just this Campbell situation. Like it is clear as day that this man is taking advantage of you. And like Dorothy's a very attractive woman. Like everyone who, I mean, if, if they're going to be like fat shaming and fat phobic, everyone who meets her doesn't know her as that. If they're that fat phobic, like they're going to meet her as this current thin woman, like new men. I'm like, she's not like it. What what's going on here that like they're like comparing like she's like comparing herself so much, but I'm like, fuck off with Campbell. Number one, he's not that hot. Um mm-hmm. and number two, he's obviously not giving good dick. Like if if you're gonna if you're gonna be with this guy who's totally taking advantage of you, like he better be delivering good dick. Like what come on, Dorothy. I Dorothy's know. my that favorite. Was... I fucking hate her. 
Well, and you know, you you don't get any time to really sympathize with her that much Mm-mm. because she's Mm-mm. you know being shitty to the maid and being yeah. you know awful she's even to other shitty people. to it's her like, friends at the party. Like when when Campbell doesn't show up, she's like, "Well, fuck yeah. this party!" Like just being mean to Kate, who's trying to like be like, "It's okay, he'll show." Like she's like, "I know when I'm being dumped." Like yeah, she's ugh, she's terrible. Was it supposed to be a Valentine's party or just a party? Mm-hmm. No, it was a Valentine's party. There was like Cupid and shit hanging from the rafters and heart-shaped balloon arrangements. Come on. Man, I was pretty checked out by that point, um, to be <laughs> honest. So you're you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, fuck Dorothy. I don't like any of these women. But I do, like, I'd say Lily is at least, like, kind of entertaining. I think she is the best actress out of all of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've seen her in other things, and I can't think of what, but she's... Um... She's legally fun. blonde that's what i yes! remember yes yeah she's so good and legally blonde yeah absolutely yeah. who's the, who's the next kill the next kill is the creepy neighbor um now just to back up real quick you know when this whole jeremy Milton situation um it's just wild this conversation this must have been between um getting the chocolates in the art scene because lily's still alive she's you know rinsing out her mouth mm-hmm. with the orange juice and her <laughs> and Paige are trying to figure out like because this one at least says jm right and they're yeah trying to yeah out, it's who, signed who is jm you know and they're like mm-hmm. oh is it this person this person this person um and they even mentioned you know Paige brings up jeremy melton mm-hmm. and then you know of course lily's like fucking who you know, because none yeah. of them ever remember any of this. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, this guy. Remember, we were so just fucking terrible to him and this and this and this. And yeah. This. And they continue and, to make fun of him and they well, yeah, and continue to make fun of him. And then they're just like, nah, nah yeah, it couldn't be him. Yeah, nah, whatever. <laughs> and then just yeah. even I know later because it was like Jason, not Jason Marquis. He's a baseball player, but another Jason, J- Marquette. Jason Marquette. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, see, I was close. Um when the detective's like are you really like are you all fucking with me right now like you all yeah. got fucking cards fucking yeah. signed jm <laughs> and you know that i'm looking for someone with those initials who was <laughs> last seen before anything? your friend's fucking murder and yeah. they're like no oh, i don't know it's just like so, we thought like, it was even, a like, joke so like honestly up until just the in the very end of this movie by this point everyone's dead i'm like <laughs> they're all just so fucking stupid i can't yeah. oh yeah actively trying they're to just dumb. out out dumb each other yeah and that's what makes this very frustrating and i think the only reason i sympathize with any of them is because you see them having to constantly suffer through interactions with even shittier dudes yeah like they're not the best representation of like of women in horror but like the dudes in this movie are so much fucking worse like so so much worse the neighbor is literally breaking into her apartment and sniffing her underwear while she's not home that's fucking creepy as shit he deserved it he deserved to get killed also huge clue that he gets killed right after her conversation with adam at the bar about the creepy neighbor the only note i have about that conversation at the bar is you know how she orders a corona and he orders a club soda and she's like oh maybe i'll get one too i'm like 
if I was that bartender and I have bartended before, I'm like, are y'all going to fucking take up space in my bar? Fucking <laughs> getting club, club sodas. sodas. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. Know, like, y'all know I'm going to charge you for this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. So get, get the fuck out of here. But yeah, it happens right <laughs> afterwards. And of course, it's, you know, like we we're saying, like, you know, uh, uh, David Boreanaz is like just constantly just discounting. I mean, I guess now it all makes sense because he's the killer. But mm-hmm. it's like just constantly discounting like everything she's saying. You yeah, know, even when she's he's like, a terrible no, boyfriend. My murdering is aside. Missing. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if. Yeah, I wasn't sure at first that that the neighbor broke into her apartment or if he had brought the underwear back and they just have, you know, I mean, apartments have similar floor plans, but. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about he, that. I guess my issue, my my one issue with this and just being, you know, is. I don't know. I just think it's that's it's the movie probably wasn't intending it. I'm not sure, but it just gets into this that weird kind of gray problematic area where it's like you come in and you see him and he's trying on her underwear, mm-hmm. you know, and then he's like, oh, you know, it, sorry, sorry, you know, I'm ill, you know, and this and this and this, and I don't like the idea of crossing those wires of doesn't like he, being. But like, doesn't he Ill say something? I think he's thieving. even more. And also I think he's... wearing like you know other gender assigned clothing you know what i mean he's even more blatant about it too because doesn't he say like haven't you ever like wanted to get in touch with your fem? i just like to get in touch with my feminine side or something i don't remember it, exactly but i, I think I feel that like also he says, makes it no that's what i'm saying i think that like they actually like take it a step further and he says that i think it um, makes it worse yeah like it just it feels very of 2001 <laughs> that he would uh, be saying those things and doing those things and then just not really thinking about like what that might imply. Um, Yeah. I just thought of him as just a total, like just predator, um, like slash stalker of Kate um, specifically. And I don't know if this is basic of me, I'm sorry, but if you're getting like an iron death, I want to see like, a singed you know like imprint of an iron on the i want to hear a sizzle i need some sizzle. like i want to hear some flesh sizzle yeah like yeah. we we didn't even have to like see where it was sizzling like i just want to hear it like that would have yeah. been enough for me yeah especially because he's such a fucking creep i would have i would have liked to see more i agree so i mean if that's the case then david boreanaz is like unless he was already planning on being there and found the neighbor um mm-hmm. But and it's like, oh, and then he is being supportive. It's like, oh, you know, maybe I'm discounting you now, but don't worry, I'm gonna go take care of this fucker. I'm well, gonna now, the shit out of him. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, that's actually really smart to do that. Cause if he was like went into like protective like boyfriend mode, then it's like there's your motive to murder him. But if he's just laughing it off and being like, it's not a big deal, he's harmless, and then goes and murders him, like you'd be like, Oh, my boyfriend didn't even give a shit. Like he definitely didn't murder him. So um you know, well, well played, well played, David slash Jeremy slash Adam. Yeah. Yeah. I also, um, I enjoy the detective because I think he's also, um, good representation of a man in a position of power who thinks 
that is attractive and going to get him somewhere. And like, you know, Paige is in a position where she's like, I can be very particular here because everybody wants to fuck me and I don't want to fuck everybody. Like, so when he, you know, was talking to her and he puts his hands on her thigh, I think the shittiest thing is when uh, Paige comes back to Kate's apartment and she's like, yeah, he's a total creep. He put his hand on my thigh and her response is, did you ask him to? He, what? (laughs) There is no solidarity in this movie no Um, because i also think of more dorothy campbell stuff and of course it makes it um and then campbell will die shortly but you also got introduced back in this uh at this art show to this like other woman right with the pearls Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that dies in the shower also great Mm. death Um, yeah 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 and i'm like you know how much just 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 a slight change of tone instead of coming in hot being like oh you just must be some side hussy bitch and this and this and this you come and say like hey hold on like this guy fucking robbed me this guy robbed me he's a scam artist i will i will help you Mm -hmm. Uh, you can come to the police with me we can do this and this and this like instead of just like she just robbing. goes after then him. She's just like robbing the watch. Like, yeah, she's she's shitty too. Yeah, everyone in this movie is an asshole. Yeah, I'm like, why is it so awful <laughs> to each other when they don't have to be? So, and yeah. I don't know. That's why I like, I struggle with, you know, in the, uh, you know, when I was reading through the Wikipedia for it under like the reception, you know, of course, yeah, I know the bad, you know, reviews and the Rotten Tomato score and all of this, but there was like, he was like, but however, you know, some horror website wrote this like retrospective, like, you know, we need to be kinder to Valentine or this and this and this and this. Um, I, I did not I did not get a chance to read that because it was a dead link to a domain that doesn't exist anymore. So um, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye for that. But I did try to find the article online and it if oh, this long Reddit post about the just you know, this movie got a bad shake because of its, you know, feminist message. And I was like, look, as a male, I am not going to define what that looks like. What what the feminist message is. But (laughs) they're the most toxic friends. Ugh. The only time I felt like there was like a real friendship where they would be kind of like catty toward each other is when Lily, when Paige takes off her coat at the funeral and Lily goes, Jesus page, it's a funeral. Like absolutely 100%. I would totally say that to one of my friends. Like if they were wearing that corseted top, like to a funeral, like I'd be like, okay, fucking put the girls away. Like, you know, like that felt real to, that felt like the most real Uh part of their friendship to me in this entire film. I also really enjoy. So then you have Max comes back towards the end and he's hitting on Kate when he says, he says, you know, you're really at home in this outfit. <laughs> and she's like trying to figure out if her friend has been murdered. She's like, just give me the information that I need. And he's just like really enjoying her in this dress. Like, well, that's what I like about the, uh, I, I think it's pretty funny. Just the men in this movie. And it's like consistent with all of them is, is that I feel like you only have their attention for like, 
15 seconds at best and to talk about like the the plot and what's yeah. like the murders that are happening mm-hmm. even the even the detective you only get mm-hmm. his attention before he starts asking about your boyfriends right because yep. he's you know and <laughs> asking Paige to stick around mm-hmm. and and that was like a perfect scenario of like yeah. going to fucking max and max like yeah yeah okay and then he just you just see him just like his eyes drop and he just loses his attention so quickly um yeah. that's but, um I, i'm glad that you brought that up because one i didn't even like piece that together because there's all such dicks the whole time um yeah. but it it is it's a very real thing like you you could literally be having a conversation about anything and the one I think I get the most, which is my absolute favorite because it's the worst, is like you'll be mid-sentence and I'll be like, what? what what are you? You Dominican? You Puerto Rican? You Costa Rican? What like they'll like start like listing off like islands? <laughs> like and I'm like all the islands they Brazilian. know. They... Yeah, they're just like going over all these like islands. And How I'm just did like, you know by your seventh guess? <laughs> yeah, but also like I'm like we were like we were talking about something completely different and you're just like did you hear anything that i said um that's a yeah that's a thing for sure oh geez um it's funny when you see it in a movie like this because i really i enjoy seeing it happen to these these girls um because one i mean it's not real um but two like these guys are like an exaggerated version like you know of common guys and they they do exist for sure but um when in your story you have you know i mean you you have that 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 racial component too right oh yeah that's everyone's just trying more frustrating part let me guess where you're from yeah yeah because if nobody tries to guess where i'm from by looking yeah. at me right so <laughs> you irish scottish <laughs> nobody does that and it's like i don't know my beard just comes out orange so yeah it's one of those <laughs> um so before we get to the party uh, we do get campbell's death we find out that he's absolutely mm. a gold digger you oh know? yeah yeah so did we doubt to... it for even a second never you know he's talking about his internet investment I know. I, again, these what I love about these late '90s or 2000s is the internet was just such a a vague thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it can be anything really. <laughs> he's got his internet investment. I'm like, that's his that's on you for believing that's a meeting. thing. Yeah, get a meeting. Yeah, I love it. But okay, what was the deal before he dies? What was the deal with them in bed? Like, could he not get it up or did he come too quickly? Like, what happened there? What do you think happened? I think he couldn't get it up. And I wasn't sure if that was like a choice of he just can't get it up. And then like, that's just a thing, which I mean. Or he's just not attracted to her. Like, he just wants her money. But I'm like, dude, if you're going to scam people, again, you need to be able to fuck like that's what's going to keep you in that house longer if he couldn't fuck i'd be like you need to go take your internet investment somewhere else pal (laughs) like get the fuck out of here come on so i do feel a little bad for her then especially like you know getting out of the shower she's like all right hey you know well are you ready now like trying to give it like another go and you know he's like like, no stolen necklace (laughs) yeah yeah because otherwise i was like how, how did she not question like how he got that necklace so quickly i mean he mm-hmm. already had it on him i guess because he stole it right yeah. but 
when he was like, oh, I don't have anything for you, you know, but then they go to bed, try to have sex. And then while she's showering, he's like, I'm back. Oh, guess what? Here you go. I have a necklace. Because he realized he was like, oh, shit, that necklace I stole. Yeah, it's it's this random Valentine Cupid necklace that everyone has a Cupid necklace. Come on, Kyle. (laughs) And then they clearly established that that other woman was like, I don't know. I feel like you're if you're a pearls person, you're a pearls person, you know, so I don't I could not see her wearing that Cupid necklace. No, no. She wears those pearls every day. And then Campbell gets his death uh, via axe. Yeah, his reaction is pretty good when he gets hit by the axe in the back. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what that axe was even doing down there, but I think the killer just had it, just had it yeah. handy, you know. Right. Gosh. Yeah. So. Peace so out, um, right. So we pop back over to this party. You'd mentioned the um the page scene with uh, what's his face with the hot Brian. wax on the dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, you know, if you're gonna, oh, Brian. Like, just let it be kind of a surprise. Like, we know it's gonna be a dick so yeah <laughs> like right some just some element of surprise and then our our next death we get a, a few deaths you know well, we get a you know a couple couple deaths here at the party mm-hmm. where you have um i don't even know the name of this woman that was conned by campbell do you know it's probably mm-hmm. in there i just put prissy pearl woman um so her death she has is... the longest chase scene <laughs> I know. I'm just like, why dedicate She's not a to character? This? I know. It's it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, just because she sees the maid get killed, which also like, what did what did she do to deserve this? She should have been off for the night, first of all. Come back, clean that shit up in the morning. Like, I know. Fucking justice for Millie, because Millie was fucking Yeah. She was she didn't want to take any fucking Dorothy's bullshit, you know? Yeah. Dorothy's and then now she has to Yeah, it's fucked up. So, um, I do like the, yeah, smash through the shower and using the, whatever, Mm -hmm. the shards on the, on the bottom still sticking up. Right through her, like, what do you call this? Like behind your jaw, like right, not your throat. Your gullet. Yeah. I don't know. And I I also like how she's like saying no, like the way she's like, no, no, no. Cause she knows what's coming. And I'm just like, I oh know. yeah. Yeah. That fucking sucks girl. But you should have been up. You shouldn't have been in that house. Should have been yeah. more supportive of Dorothy and like told her what was going on. It's a shame. Yeah. So we're all, we're all figuring everything out. Um, <laughs> so I feel like even so I think Kate is like finally starting to like have things <laughs> dawn on her. You know, like, like hmm. just barely, but then <laughs> it all gets kind of derailed when she sees David Boreanaz just just in the back hallway, just pounding down fucking oh, yeah. he's champagne glasses. And yeah, he's just and his drunk acting is so bad, and I will so say bad. his drunk acting is just as bad on Angel as there is an episode where he's drunk and he just David Boreanaz. Like, I hope it's improved, but your drunk acting is not the best. Is he drunk off alcohol? How do you get drunk if you drink blood? No, you can get drunk as a vampire in Buffy. In Buffy, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. that vampires can drink alcohol and get drunk. Oh, do they eat, like, food? They can, yeah. doesn't make them sick or anything. They can enjoy food. Oh. Yeah. Dang, okay. That's a pretty good no, situation. No, they've, they've got a pretty pretty good life, yeah. 
Yeah. Pretty good. And you can turn from your regular face to your scrunchy vampire face, Mm -hmm, like real quick, mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. No, it's great. That's pretty good. Um, so, (laughs) yeah, his, his, his drunk acting was really bad. And yeah. yeah. Okay. There's also a line that Marley Shelton says where she says he's no angel. He's no oh, angel, really? he's not a killer. Yeah, I was like, that's a fun, fun little tip of the hat. That one right over my head. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and that's and then I think that's what confused me so much because his I was just so confused on whether or not he was actually the killer. Because you go back and forth a couple of times here. And he I thought it was just his drunk acting is so bad that it like also comes off as like a murder confession and like it makes no sense why he's act- even drunk, like acting the way he is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was so, con- I don't know, also confusing. But we do have um, our, well, I mean, second to last death with Paige. Which um, is a fun one. That's a fun one. You know, when you see a hot tub death, you mm. think, well, I don't think drowning. I think like let's turn the heat up on this situation. That's yeah. I think like get a let's, stew going. Let's, yeah, let's let's boil some bitches. Um, that's definitely what I think of when I see a hot tub. Um, but I think they get pretty creative with this because you've got the cover of the hot tub. You've got the drill. I love the idea of her like running out of air and like so the drill holes like she would go to them to like try to breathe, but then that yeah. is just gonna give like a target like it's a pretty good death and i like that would be fucking terrifying like that that is scary um yeah so i think her her death is definitely like one of the best or i think it is the best also that hot tub room can we talk about that for a moment did you feel like raptors were gonna come out of those bushes yeah (laughs) like 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 it was just gonna start like like rustling no one can see my hand motions of the the palm trees moving and then like fucking a velociraptor was just gonna come out oh yeah that's, it's like that's fucking what like I, Muldoon that's what I or some happen. shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny i was watching this movie with my wife and you know as denise richards was like getting you know ha uh, getting drilled and then <laughs> she she was like yeah i mean this is cool and all but like i'd like to just see her get like he should just like toss something in and electrocute her or something. And then immediately that's what he does. Um, he does. Yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, she had never enough... seen it. How fun. Yeah. And then allegedly that's enough to shut down the power to the entire house. <laughs> Yet this mansion doesn't have a yeah. fucking generator or anything like that would kick in. But I do agree. I think Paige's death is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Because, sure. you know. Well, in the second going to the woman with the glass through the through the jaw yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that, so, that's a good one. Yeah. The um the detective gets killed off screen. Off screen and decapitated. Mm-hmm. So I assume it was mm-hmm. probably that axe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That makes sense. So yeah. got him on the way in. Didn't even make it into the house, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have this weird, like, again, like, I thought it was like this, like, fake out where you're supposed to think it was David, De- you know, David Duchovny. I wish. <laughs> I fucking oh, wish. Industry legend, David Duchovny. Yeah. Um, David Boreana is, like, is doing this, you know, she's, or, you know, when Kate's like, it's you. And he goes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's me. 
you know yeah. yes you know like i thought it was him not understanding what she was implying and him just being drunk being like yeah it's me you know like not in the sense of like oh it's me i'm the killer kind of situation I... and then he starts like and i know he like asks to like to dance with her but again i thought this was all like because uh, he's jeremy drunk. melton he wants to dance this is the other thing so my what how i interpreted that whole thing is this is a a good like control tactic because he's making himself seem suspicious i mean he is actually suspicious but he wants to seem suspicious so that she gets scared and accuses him and acts out because then at the end she's apologizing to him like she's saying i'm so sorry like that i acted that way and like that's that's a fucking control like mind fuck right there that's what he's doing he's like literally just like gaslighting her of the truth but then she thinks that it's dorothy and that's why she's like this doesn't make sense like she seems so happy like and he's like well you never know what's going on inside a person's head he's literally speaking about himself like i, st I still can't believe that you did not like put this together kyle i'm just it is flabbergasted the right word <laughs> yeah that's a good one that'll work um yeah so that i, I think that's what he's doing because she's running from him you know he's chasing her down the stairs and but he's still he's like saying like oh it's me you know but then he's like also i don't know like i, don't I mean know also this. maybe he maybe he also is actually drunk so like maybe he's not even sure like how this plan is gonna go like he's just kind of winging it but what it looked like okay here's here's what I, how i think it played out so David Boreanaz goes up into Dorothy's room, which you could see there was like a big scuffle, as uh, Debbie Salt would say. There's a big scuffle. And you could see the lamps are all like knocked down. So I think he like knocked out Dorothy, put the outfit on her. Then when Marley Shelton is walking up the stairs, she, Dorothy suddenly appears in this outfit and falls so she's either like still woozy or gets pushed because we don't know where David Boreanaz is at this point. She falls down the stairs and is knocked the fuck out again. And that's when they're like sitting next to each other. Of course, she gets up like fucking Michael Myers <laughs> just in one like, whoop, like right up. And David Boreanaz conveniently shoots her as soon as she sits up before she can say or do anything. And now... Dorothy's your killer, even though she is not. Um, and she even, she even says, I love you. And he says, I've always loved you. Like, it's very incriminating. And then that nosebleed that just drips on her fucking face that she didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. She's like, mm, must be raining. You'd notice a big fucking drop of blood on your face, girl. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's how that's how I, I envisioned it uh, playing out. Like, yeah, that checks out. That's that. All of that makes perfect sense when you're saying that. I think I just, I, yeah, again. Does it make you like the movie point. any better? <laughs> no, actually, I think it makes me like it less. <sighs> again, and, and maybe this is, uh, you know, reminds me of Urban Legend, where, like, why center Kate's character as, like, the one, you know, you're saving for last, or mm -hmm. maybe, like, wanting to stay with her, like, I think he just wants to be with her and not with her shitty friends. 
but he had to get like years of trust for her to go through like a traumatic experience and then still like be with him like if i was dating a guy for two weeks and all my friends got murdered i'd be like you know maybe we should revisit this later yeah yeah it's usually the boyfriend but he saved the day Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well that (laughs) oh there's also there's a deleted scene this is so wild and it feels like a completely different movie so i'm gonna go tell you this deleted scene it's short but it's fun Uh so the deleted scene is before the dance presumably or it's a flashback of jeremy milton and he his mom and I'm assuming her boyfriend from like the conversation that happens are like fucking like fucking hard, like moaning loudly in that situation. I would not open the door if I, you know, knew my mom was like having sex behind the door. Jeremy Milton just pushes his way in. He's like, Hey mom, um, I need a, I need a ride to the Valentine's day dance. And she's like, can't you see I'm busy? And the boyfriend is like, yeah, get out of here, you fucking pervert. And that's the scene. And I was like, I think they're just trying to give you more context into like his terrible like upbringing when really I'm like, okay, like mom needed to get some. You should have minded your business and walked your ass to the dance. But also it didn't it like I'm glad they took it out because it didn't need to be there. But it doesn't that feel like it would be in like a much like, I don't know, just like a Rob Zombie movie or something. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Just reminds that his Halloween remakes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought that was really funny because they're trying to give you like more context on his like background. But I'm like, no, the bullying is enough. Like the the fucking bullying, like is and being sent to reform school and all yeah, of that. Yeah, like being you know? like accused of attacking this girl when really like it was completely consensual that they were just making out under the bleachers. Like that's shitty. Um so yeah, I thought that that was kind of a uh, kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, I don't like I don't like portraying a woman lying. Lying, about being I know, because I don't I like that. Also, that example she should have not... told the detective that too. Like, listen, I was fucking twelve. I didn't want to get made fun of. I like I said this. Like, she still didn't even tell the detective, and people are getting murdered. And it's and the whole thing is like I'm watching this movie being like that makes sense because you know, like I don't know, she <laughs> is trying to she's trying to dispense the information how she wants to. That's why she was the one that always had to like nudge people along and encourage people about the whole Melton thing was to create that red herring. I think the movie have would be seen, wait- how many times have you seen this movie? Oh, geez, I guess not enough, but I, I the movie would have been way smarter if you think Dorothy should have been the killer? I think so. Or at least both, like in tandem kind of situation. I, I love They're both victims in their own Jeremy way, Milton. even though, yeah. And also that that kid grew up to be David Boreanaz. <laughs> I guess so. Um, that does take us to the end of our movie. Um, anything else you want to add? About the movie? Um yeah. You know, it's funny. There are a lot of um, industry legends in this movie, but I don't know if this is the movie to give them that award for, because normally I would have thrown one out for Marley Shelton. I would have thrown one out for Denise Richards. I would have thrown one out for David Boreanaz. But honestly, this is not their best acting. Like 
I've seen no. all three of them act to perfection. So it's really disappointing that they're not better in this. Maybe their hearts weren't in it. They were like, this isn't Scream. No one's going to think it's Scream. Whatever. It's a paycheck. But um, I love Denise Richards. People in this. Denise Richards' last character's last name. Do you mm. know it? Mm-mm. Her name is fucking Paige Prescott. Like at this point, they weren't. This is like five years after Scream. At this point, like they're not even caring anymore. That's so it's, funny. It's pretty bad. Um, yeah, only to so... be only to be topped by uh, what's her face, uh, Gail Prescott from It's a Wonderful Knife. Yeah, yeah, that's Gail awful. Prescott. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I yeah, that's that's the only other thing I I have to say about this movie. Admittedly. I think this movie has a lot of really like fun things about it. I watch it every couple years. I'll just like pop it on in the background and just kind of watch it just for fun. Um, I mean, honestly, any movie that has Denise Richards in it from like 1990 to like 2005, like she's just incredible to look at. Um, like in this movie, she's just, gosh so gorgeous um even though her acting is not the best in this one but every time she does that eyebrow raise I fucking love it I love that stupid eyebrow raise that she does as a response to everything everyone says mm. they could be like this is good mac and cheese and she'd just be like mm, eyebrow <laughs> yeah she does a good eyebrow situation yeah so let me just quick walk through. I'll be real quick on the 2001 <laughs> Teen Choice Awards, just to give you all a window into that. Oh, um, so you have Valentine that was nominated for three different categories, three different categories. Oh. Uh, one being uh, choice horror thriller, okay. um, and choice movie your parents didn't want you to see. <laughs> what were the other nominees for that? Well. Okay, so Valentine did not win. The winner was Scary Movie 2. Mm. Choice your movie your parents didn't want you to see. Um, now, the other nominations were Hannibal. Oh, okay. um, Tom Katz, starring our boy Jerry O'Connell. Oh, I love that one. Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, I wouldn't put that in that category, but... What happens in that movie that you like your parents don't want you to see? Is it just like... Okay, you know what? Adult that humor. movie that movie does not age well um with how bridget jones like talks about herself and her weight like she's literally like talking about being overweight and how she needs to lose weight she's like 130 pounds like and um fucking weird bring you right back into 2001 uh swordfish for that. what is that had wolverine and john travolta and don Cheadle and halle berry I have never seen that. Sure. Or heard of yeah. It. Um, and then Freddie got fingered, which eh, the, yeah, that makes sense. I'm curious to see how that movie holds up. Probably not great. Probably not, but I think it was like almost kind of future proofing itself by just being is just I don't know. Who knows? Maybe who, I don't know. We're gonna find out. Valentine though did not win, and I don't know why. Why the? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think the only thing that Valent. I don't know. It makes doesn't make sense to me. And then, um, so it was nominated for choice horror movie, didn't win. Mm -hmm. That was, yeah, basically, um, just horror as a genre did not win in two thousand one because you have 
Jesus, do you remember Antitrust with Ryan Philippe? Philippe? I don't know. No, yeah. I don't remember that. So I'll just read this off really quick. So okay. the choice horror thriller. Um, so you get thriller in there too. So that's probably how. So you get Valentine, The Gift, Hannibal, Antitrust, The Cell with Jennifer Lopez. You ever see that mm-hmm. one? Um, like the, the Watcher. Cell. And Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Um, I secretly our, like that movie. Oh, Jesus, it's so bad. And our winner, Urban Legends Final Cut. Shut the fuck up. Who was watching that fucking movie? Nobody was. Though what? the woman that plays though the woman that plays Lily is in both Urban Legends Final Cut, the oh, sequel to Urban Legend, wow. directed by the guy that also directed Valentine. So that's kind of there you go. There's a fun situation. And then David Boreon has um lost the choice of award for uh, choice sleaze bag. Do you remember oh. this one? I think I brought up this category yeah, before. Yeah. Um who else was the choice or who won choice sleaze bag brought him up already once today uh dwayne johnson uh for <laughs> the mummy and his eyebrow raise for the mummy returns we all raised our eyebrows when when he won that <laughs> award and because he's only in the movie for like 20 yeah. seconds and then yeah. like the awful you know, oh, God, bad CG scorpion situation. Like that's like thing the, the most like famous bad like computer graphics moment ever. And then the dude who is like a real piece of shit, sexist, awful guy, and legally blonde, who should have won. Mm-hmm. He should have won. Yeah. So eh, there you go. There's our um. There's our just fucking peek into two thousand one. I mean, I don't know. I. I don't need to go over any of these others. Um, but I did see there were some there's some good ones in here. Choice breakout, performance, choice fight. Do these awards still exist? Do they choice, still do the teen choice awards? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Choice actress was Julia Stiles for Save the Last Dance. That that tracks. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dang, beating out this was this is okay. I'm sorry, this is pretty good. Where Julia Stiles beat out Kirsten Dunst for Bring It On and Sandra Ooh, Bullock no. for Miss Congeniality and no. Rachel Lee Cook for Josie and the Pussycats. No, all three of right? those are better. All three of I those know. are better. So, and also, yeah, so okay, damn, <laughs> that's only half of them. But I do come on, let's let's show Julia Stiles some love. She's no, she's oh, fantastic. we love Julia Stiles here, industry legend. Um, well, Orphan but, 2 is so fucking good, she's incredible. Yeah, we we might need to talk about that one day. Um, yeah, that's I all I got. That. Wow, okay, 2000, yeah, I don't remember 2001 being a great year for horror. I can't think of anything else that came out that's like in my favorites. But what this movie does not bring in its acting ability, it does bring taglines. Now, right now, number two for the most taglines is Friday the 13th with 13. Scream had 14. This movie has 16. Jesus. Okay, we're just going to run through. (laughs) I didn't think, I did not think there could be more. I will say. Half of them are fucking perfection. The other half are terrible. Rapid fire. You yeah. want to give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Yeah. Okay. I'll vocalize it too for our listeners. 
Yeah, please do. <laughs> I thought that was implied. Um, okay. Love hurts. That's uh thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. Remember that kid everyone ignored on Valentine's Day? He remembers you. Mm, three quarters of the way up. Oh, I get, I like that one. Thumbs up. Yeah. Falling in love has never hurt so bad. Sounds like a thumbs romantic up. comedy. <laughs> thumbs up, though. I think that's pretty fun. Okay. I'll give it a thumbs up. This February, hearts don't just break. They get even. Mm, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs up. Mm. Scared to be alone on Valentine's Day? You should be. That one's fucking good. <laughs> Man, that one cuts deep. I don't think I read that one. I but like that one. That's the best one. Hard enough. Yeah, that's rough. That one comes, that, that's a dagger through the heart. It's like, that's Man. a double dagger. Um, yeah. Better not be single or you're fucking dead. I don't know. <laughs> that's rough. Fall in love with terror this weekend. Down. Thumbs down. Thumbs no, down. thank you. Yeah, I don't like when oh. it sounds like a movie release. I'm already in love with terror. <laughs> Revenge is sweet. That's that's still okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's a agree. thumb sideways. Okay, I'll give it a thumb sideways too. Someone's going to give them a Valentine's Day to die for. Mm, I think that's that's workable. That's yeah, possible. it's workable. It's simple, but it's good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. One, two. Three, are you ready to die? <laughs> Thumbs down, hard down. Yes, that's a tough one. This Valentine's Day is going to be killer. Mm, no, because I've, yeah, it's too I've on the that, nose. I've seen that done like this blank is going to be killer. Yeah, like, I feel everything's like going to be killer. And yeah. that's that's my joke. Everybody needs to calm down. Um, a Valentine's Day like no other. Down, that's, that's down. boring. <laughs> be my valentine or else thumbs up <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah that's good revenge is sweeter than candy that's still okay that's kind of fun yeah but it's it's yeah okay i mean it and that's the thing is that it's like okay then if it was always this jeremy melton dude from the very beginning it's just gonna be it's I don't know. I just feel like obviously, yeah, we all knew that like David Boreanaz probably was. You know, I don't know. It, I don't know. Yeah, it's dumb. That's a dumb tagline. Here's a dumber one. Meet the devil, February second. What? what? Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a devil involved here. Okay. We don't know. I'm don't always happy. Mad. Always happy to involve him, but yeah, but definitely not in this movie. Not in this movie. No. Don't get mad. Get even. No, that's like we've, that's been that's someone else's line. Yeah. Um. Okay, this is a good way to finish, but not a good one. Roses are red, and so is blood. Candy is sweet, and so is revenge. It doesn't rhyme. Shut... No, <laughs> why? Well, you were setting me up to give it the biggest thumbs up because I was like, how have I heard fifteen of these taglines already, and none of them is a poem? Like roses are red, violets, and it are blue. doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Watch, you know, lock your doors Honestly, and coming for you. They could have right? done the the one that I really liked. I I took a note of this because my favorite one was the 
roses are red, violets are blue, they'll need dental records to identify you. That's, yeah, that's scary as fuck. Like that's the best one. Was that Dorothy's? Yeah, that was Dorothy's. So it was a complete yeah. lie. Um no. Yeah. But yeah. Those are 16, 16 taglines. New uh hot no one could beat 16. That's gotta be the highest. I feel like we've said that when it was like 14 with Scream. <laughs> but um That's true. I am happy to give my boo score first. And just to get it out of the way. Ooh, I'm so scared. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I I guess, yeah, I think I, this movie is so confusing to me. And everybody's <laughs> motives, yeah, are just so, I just, I'm going to have to go back and watch this and maybe it'll bump up my boost score. Um, you know, of course, yeah, no you've got some industry legends that aren't doing their best. You have pretty you know one of the lazier scream knockoffs i'm sorry um and even i just felt like it was just i'm sorry just not even like uh this is just dumb fun like urban legend is dumb fun and those are some great different deaths right now of course it I lends itself to it and i don't want to you know i'm only comparing to urban legend just because you have the same same director but just to see like mm. how the how the mighty fall you know and just how or maybe how he had maybe he had a contract and they were like we need like another slasher from you and he's like fuck like okay like and it was just yeah. very uninspired you know now that being said i think the the death set pieces are all they're all generally pretty good you know mm -hmm. they're all different enough um so that plus the industry legends plus the short run time i think <laughs> will all give it a that short maybe it wasn't yeah it's so like an hour and 40 i think yeah it's longer than it should be yeah. um that movie is that movie is no business being longer than 80 minutes i absolutely um, agree so i will give it the the ils and the deaths get it a full boo okay. um for my final score for a boo and a half wow is that your lowest it's my lowest this is Dang. hard to watch and harsh. i don't think and even my harsh. lowest one before this which i'm pretty sure i think was krampus which i gave a two i still said no we also two, gave, apparently we both gave idle hands a two as well did i okay and i'm mm -hmm. but then i think i even said but it's still a good movie two boos can still be a good movie but ooh. This one, this wow. one, this one, I think is my first, uh, I, wow. I'm good. <laughs> I this movie, this movie fucking sucks. Shocked. And, it, and it's, it's hard to watch. I can't even hate watch it. And wow. I, and of course I got so confused because I got, just got so checked out by the end, I guess. So sorry to talk all that shit. But no, it's I, okay. I'm a hater on this movie. There, there will be plenty of movies where i feel that way about things you like and there already have been in fact yeah. um okay i think this movie is dumb fun so like for me like urban legend is just actual fun and then this is like dumb fun to me maybe it's because i love the cast so much i just i just enjoy watching them Definitely um, a lot of goodwill yeah yeah i feel like the actors wanted it to be great and like everyone else just their heart wasn't in it like it doesn't feel like a movie where like everybody was on board so that's what i think it suffers from because you don't get that same vibe um 
of, you know, an urban legend or even like any post scream slashers. But I had a great time watching this. I was like just laughing out loud um, the whole time I was watching it. And I love the absurdity of the men in this movie. I think they're all such a good representation of like people that I've met before. The women aren't the most lovable, but I do enjoy Paige quite a bit. I'm going to give it a 2.5. That is actually lower than I thought you were going to give it. I was going to give it a three, but then as we started talking about the acting and the chemistry between Marley Sheldon and David Boreanaz, that really, it affects it. Because if they're, if they were acting well and the movie was exactly how it is, or like they had any on-screen chemistry, that would make me way more invested. And the funnier part too is like watching the interviews, they all talk about it so fondly. Like they have like recent interviews and they're like, oh, it was so fun. We were all so close on set. Marley Shelton apparently and David Boreanaz are still friends to this day. Like they're like, like he hangs out with her husband. Like, and I'm like, none of that showed like that you two even like each other. Like I would have thought that they were like enemies. There was more chemistry between Dorothy and Campbell Mm -hmm. than there was between Mm -hmm. Marley Shelton and and David Boreanaz. And that motherfucker couldn't get it up. So yeah. 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 There you have it. Gosh, I think this is a, this is our first one that I think, well, no, never mind. We've, we've skewed sub two and a half on other oh yeah because we just talked about idle hands maybe i need to go back and revisit idle hands i feel like that's low two feels low but i think it's because i think i remembered uh... it like i was hanging on nostalgia for me and devin sawa gave it a full boo um 100 as he always does because he's incredible i am the world's biggest seth green hater so that's probably why i dropped okay this has nothing to do with this movie, but I need to say it on here so that someone can correct me if this is not true. Sure. I read it on the internet. So if um, for those of you who have not listened to our Idle Hands episode, you should. And um, you may not have heard that Devin Sawa, who we're, you know, in love with, played Stan in Eminem's music video for Stan. The plot thickens, Kyle. The plot thickens. With that hand, also. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With his hand, writing the letters. Okay, so I read on the World Wide Web that, you know how the young kids say that they stand something? That Uh the origins of that are Eminem's song, Stan. That can't be true. Because if it is, I'm going to start saying it. I'm giving it I'm giving you a look right now of how did I know that and you did not know that. You knew that and I yeah. didn't know? What? I if never st- knew. I never yeah. knew. If I, I if you stand something, you are very obsessively obsessive over it. Never knew. Never knew. So now I'm gonna start saying that because I didn't understand what the origins of it were. So I was like, this is some dumb shit that people are just saying for no reason. Um, I feel like a fool and i'm sorry to anyone that i ever made fun of for saying that well i was completely fooled by valentine so i feel like we're both (laughs) 
um just being very open and vulnerable to each other yeah. right now and i and i appreciate you sharing that with me that's yeah. okay that's okay you didn't know <laughs> we can forgive ourselves here um <laughs> that's that's all i got is that all you got that's all i got hell yeah all right <laughs> thanks everybody for sticking around three two one ghost for listening to our episode on Valentine. If this episode helped you feel a little less lonely, you should give us a follow on Instagram at 321ghostpod and see what we're up to daily. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, and leave us a killer review. We'd appreciate the love. You can shoot an email to 321ghostpod at gmail.com to share your thoughts, comments, questions, or send Kyle a threatening yet clever Valentine's Day poem. Next week, we're talking sex curses with It Follows. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you took detailed notes on how to make maggot chocolates. We'll be awaiting their arrival. Happy Valentine's Day. Three, two, one, ghost. Ghost.